0: Hello, friends, and welcome back to okay Yep, or welcome if it's your first time joining me. So I'm so excited about today's little episode because I'm going to be talking about theater. I did a poll on the Instagram, and it was literally 50-50 for um, this topic and then another one, which I'm going to kind of tie into this one, but um, I'll do a completely other episode on the runner-up eventually. But I'm so excited because I could literally talk about this topic for so long um, because of just how important theater is to me and how important, like how much of a staple it's been in my life, which sounds so lame and it sounds so like, um, I don't know, like cliche, but it's honestly been so important to me and I'm very lucky that I've been able to do it consistently. So um, I'm very excited to talk about that today. But first... I'll do a little um, synopsis of my day. It's been incredibly humid and rainy, but you know, that's okay. I, and this was the first day I went for a run post getting COVID that I felt like so good. It was very slow, to, I will not lie, but I felt so good doing it. And so I, it's baby steps, and I'm so excited to keep working at it this summer until I become fully recovered and getting ready for cross country. So the positive thing that happened. So this technically happened yesterday, but I was supposed to record this yesterday. So I'm just going to count in. Um, The positive thing that happened yesterday was two of my friends from school visited me out of nowhere. They literally drove like an hour and 20 minutes from my school to my house And when they were like five minutes away, they were like, hey, we're here. And I had no idea. And it was so much, it was such a good surprise to see them. And for, um, I showed them the old stomping grounds here in my hometown. And they, yeah, it was just so nice. It was just a quick little visit, but it meant a lot to me. Because I think yesterday I was like, oh, I really miss people. And I really miss friends. Um, And then I guess ask and you shall receive because then they showed up. Um, so the national day that it is today is National Mimosa Day, so if that is something that you can participate in, go for it, and if not, go have yourself a hearty glass of orange juice, (laughs) um, but like I said, I'm going to be talking about theater today, I could talk about this topic all day long, every day, and it's something I'm so passionate about, so I'm really excited, so I know this is kind of a short introduction, but I'm so excited. So let's get started, shall we? Okay. So this time, like I actually made notes because it's, I I could very easily stray away from like a good setup of this episode. So I made some notes to follow. So I guess I'll start off saying why I started doing theater in the first place. So my sister had always been really involved in theater. Um, She's four years older than me, so she had been doing it for a few years. And I actually don't remember if I asked to do it or if my mom just kind of signed me up for an audition or what it was. But the first show that I did was called It's a Wonderful Life, You Might Know, The Christmas Show. Um, and my first memory of theater in general was that I couldn't, like, read in the audition. Like, I could read, but I was so confused how a script worked and, like, how sides worked. I was seven years old, and so I remember doing, like, auditioning with, like, a man (laughs) who ended up playing my dad, but, um, I was like, which one do I read for? And I, like, I just couldn't figure out how sides went. Um. But I ended up getting in and I got the role of Zuzu in It's a Wonderful Life. And my first show was at the Majestic Theater. So that was where my whole theater um, history started. And another thing I remember from the auditions is going to Taco Bell a lot. My mom would have to bring my sister and I, sorry, the chairman is squeaky, um, my mom would drive me and my sister to rehearsals, which were like a half hour away and we'd stop at Taco Bell and it was glorious especially for a seven year-old. Um, and then I remember getting out of rehearsals at like 11 11 30 at night and then having to go to school the next day like I don't know how my mom was like, yep, this is okay <laughs> but I would be at rehearsals for a really long time and that was my first ever like taste of theater so that was kind of like I was like, oh, this is how it works. And I think that's honestly why since like from then I'm just kind of like so okay with like anything that's really time consuming because that was my first like taste of like long days and like you guys got to be committed to it um but I remember the rehearsals a little bit it was a adult and it was like an adult show so there was there was a very limited amount of kids in it I'm pretty sure there was probably like seven or eight in the whole cast and so we got very close with each other and I remember how, I didn't really know what acting was. I didn't know, like, how to say lines. I didn't really know what to, I I just didn't really know how to do it, but somehow it worked a little bit, I guess. Um, and then, so that was a really positive experience. And then, um, so we would basically do, like, the way my family did theater when I was really little, um, cause we did one show a year, always at Christmas. So we'd always audition for like a Christmas show. And so, um, we started with it's a wonderful life. And then we did, um, a Christmas story and then we did a Christmas carol. And then we did a Christmas carol again. Like we always just did like one show a year, um, in December. Well, I guess it started in like October or something, um, But a cool little fun fact about the A Christmas Carol that I did is it is now a touring show and I was a part of the original cast. Not to be like, but like, (laughs) that was just a cool little fun fact. And honestly, that was, um, I feel like a big taste of, um, professionalism in theater, I guess, because I think I was nine at the time and, um... Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, Again, it was like a very limited kid cast. I think there's, in this one, there were probably like, again, seven or eight. The rest were adults. Um, And then the other Christmas Carol I did, I think like a year or two later, was really cool because it, again, very, it was an adult cast, but then there were some kids in it. Um, I got to miss school to do some of the shows because it was like one of those shows that like some schools go to for field trips, so I'd have to perform during school. And so I remember coming back to school in like sixth grade, having my hair all curled and having my leotard under my um, under my like sweatpants and sweatshirt at school, so then I can go right back to the theater. And I remember I was so embarrassed to go into school with like my hair curled, my makeup on, because I just came from a show and I couldn't like I wasn't gonna shower just to go back again later in the night. Um, But that was, so it's kind of, it's kind of wacky. I feel like when people start off theater, it's like more like, like little like school shows or church shows. And then they progress into like more community theater slash like adult shows. But I guess we kind of did it backwards because I started with doing like adult shows and um, then moving to like school shows and stuff like that. And then I eventually retired from community theater, but we'll get to that. So, um, I have to cough. (coughs) So I continued to do community theater for a while and then also mixed in with, like, different school shows. And by now it was middle school. So at this point, I probably did two shows a year. One community theater in the fall and then, like, whatever the middle school show show was in the spring. So that was, like, a good balance um, to do two a year. And then... The first time I got cut from a show, I actually don't know how old I was. I was maybe 13, 12, something like that. And this was a community theater show, um, but it was like an all kids one. And it was The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And I was cut. And rightfully so, because I remember I had a really bad audition. And it wasn't a musical. It was just a straight play, I think. And I remember I had to audition with... A monologue instead of a song, and I did really bad. And I remember <laughs> apparently I was, um, I remember them saying that I talked too fast, which I do, and I still do. Um, I wasn't loud enough, and it was really short. Like, I remember, I a oh, song, I remember I finished, and they were like, It's fine, slow down, it's okay. And then I was like, I like nodded, and then they're like, Oh, is that it? I'm like, Yeah. But when I timed it at my house, I remember it was a minute, but I think I was just so nervous when I got there that I I sped it up. And actually, do you want to know, fun fact, do you want to know what monologue it was? It was from um, A Cinderella Story, the movie with Hilary Duff, and it's when she's like, she's like talking to the, uh, what's his name? I don't know, but, like, the boyfriend, basically, in it, and she's, like, in the locker room, and she's, like, because waiting for you is, like, waiting for rain to come in this drought. Useless and disappointing. Whatever that one was, that's what I auditioned with when I was a wee little 12-year-old. I had no, um, I had no guy disappointment to relate that to, so that was an awesome choice. Um, however, so I was cut, but then I guess someone dropped out, and I was asked to do it. Um, And so I said yes. And I was ghoul number four, a part of the witch's army. And I think I was in two scenes and my face was covered the whole time by a hood. It was like a full on like ghoul costume. Like, you know, those like those like scream masks, like from the movie Scream. It basically looked like that. But without like the white part, it was just like a full on like black cape. Um, So my face was not seen, but that's okay. Because it was still a role and I was happy to accept it. I remember I had a lot of fun. Um, and then I think I did like one more show with that company. And then the next year I've only refused a role once in my life, but I refused this role. Um, it was in a show, I think it was Robin Hood and it was nothing against like the company or anything personal. I think I just got a role and I was like, you know what? I think I want to focus on. Stuff in school now, and but that's honestly the only role I've ever refused. And um, I let them know right away, I never even went to a practice, sorry, rehearsal. Um, I but yeah, that's the only sh- uh role I've ever refused. So high school comes around, and this is where it gets spicy, not really, but um, so the way my high school did it was there was a fall musical, a winter one act, which was like competitive, um, a spring play, and then a summer alumni musical. So I actually feel very privileged with the experience I had with my theater department at my high school. I went to a very new, sorry, not very, I went to a fairly new high school. And so we had a really nice stage and a really good department. And um, I think we had some really good resources in terms of the like directoral and musical team. So I am very privileged in that sense. Obviously, no high school is perfect and there's always going to be some, um, controversy over like where, where money is spent and how, um, people are treated in theater departments and everything. So we weren't perfect. Um, but speaking as an individual, I felt very privileged and I always felt, um, like I had it very good. That's just my experience. Other people in the department could have a totally, totally different experience. Um, But still to this day, I speak very highly of my experience in high school theater. Um, So Oklahoma was my first show in high school. Um, So I started extremely quiet, like that whole like spunk and bubbliness I had in like middle school, elementary school, and, like, community theater just, like, was gone, and I don't know where it went or why that happened, but I felt so intimidated and so nervous, and just, I just felt so, like, uncomfortable all the time. I remember I was obviously, like, 14 in um, freshman year of high school, and if my mom wasn't there to pick me up at, like, right on the dot slash maybe early i would be freaking out i'd be like where are you? you need to come i would like i would feel so awkward waiting while like all the juniors and seniors drove away in their cars and i just i hated waiting um it made me so anxious and uncomfortable like to the extent where i didn't go to the cast party because i was so nervous of the people there i didn't talk to anybody at rehearsal i didn't talk to anybody um like at the shows i like obviously had Friends in it that I knew going in, and then I got really close with still one of my closest friends today. Shout out Macy Broderick, um, that's where I met her. But like, overall, I was not like a presence, <laughs> I was very much an, um, an NPC. And ready, this is a little gross, so if you're grossed out by female issues, um, skip ahead like 30 seconds. But I was this anxious that I remember, um, after. Like it was backstage at the show and there's one bathroom and I was so nervous of someone knocking on the door while I was in the bathroom that I accidentally put two tampons in. Like I already had one in and then I was like, I went to the bathroom to change it. But I totally, I was too anxious to like think about what I was doing. And I just shoved another one up there. Like I, and I remember being like, why was that so difficult? Because like literally I had two tampons in me. What? Because I was so nervous that someone was going to knock on the door, not even come in, knock on the door. Um so freshman year was definitely a little bit of a learning experience but it was good for me because I think it was a good like first step into high school theater. So sophomore year I definitely blossomed as a person in the theater department. Um I got more of my spunk back and personality and I was able to interact with people more and I was getting a lot more confidence in just like my social um the social side of things and being able to be more of a presence in the department. Um, So I think sophomore year was definitely, like, a big growth year, Um, but not really because of any particular reason, but definitely just because of, like, I was no longer a freshman and I was, I don't know, just, like, finding my voice more, not, like, in a literal sense, but I guess in a literal sense, but, like, I don't know, I was just feeling more confident myself. So, junior year came, and it was extremely difficult, as I've talked about many times before. Um, I was in a bad relationship. Um, This was pretty much when my eating disorder started. My grades were dropping. I was just all around unhappy, probably depressed. I just wasn't diagnosed. Um, And the show I was in in the spring was called The Odd Couple, and honestly, that saved me in a way. Um, It was my first ever high school like lead role. Um, It was like the odd couple, the female version. So it was like gender swapped. Um, But I had, it was honestly a really difficult time for me during that show. And I spent a lot of it crying and a lot of like, it was just a really difficult time. Um, But I think I found myself again. And I like, by the end of it, I felt my old self go back into my body, which is something I was lacking pretty much all of junior year, um, just because of how difficult it was. So this was like the first um, example and time I really remember of theater being like a safe spot for me and for being something that helped me grow and helped me find myself again. So senior year, came, oh my gosh, I remember, I just remembered a big thing that I totally forgot about, um, going back to when I was talking about the winter one acts that are, like, the, it's, like, a 40-minute show, and it's, um, all, it's, like, a competition against other schools, and I remember sophomore year was, that was actually another breakthrough moment, because sophomore year, it was a cut show, and I, luckily got in and I that was like the first time I had an audition where I felt like I was making people laugh and I was like felt like myself and I wasn't nervous and because I I didn't have any expectations going in I was like "Eh, I'm a sophomore it's a small cast I'm not gonna get in um and it was student directed which almost meant more to me that like that having it being student directed they chose me because it's easy to choose like who you're friends with um but that was a really special moment for me and that was my first um experience with like the competition side of theater which was a lot of fun and i remember being really awkward at the festival and i didn't know who to hang out with or like where to go um so again but it's baby steps it's baby steps but that was a really breakthrough moment sorry going back to what i was saying so when senior year rolled around i was in wedding singer um, and that was like going into senior year. So like the summer before and honestly, I was losing my passion for theater, which was really scary to me because I was recognizing that I was losing my passion. I would drive to rehearsals and I would be so I would dread it and I would not want to go. I Was still recovering from a lot of the difficulties I went through junior year and I I like theater just didn't bring me joy anymore and I felt like I was just a disappointment and I talked about this in one of my early episodes but I remember one rehearsal I stayed behind while like everyone else left and I just told the director and I was like I just want to apologize because I know that I haven't really been in it um and then I just started to cry (laughs) and I was like I'm just having a hard time and um, I have a lot of body image issues. And I was like, just kind of going through my entirety of the year before and how it all led to me kind of losing my passion for theater. And I was like, it's really scary that I'm losing this. Um, Because I remember I would like listen to my playlist on Spotify in the car to theater and like songs from past musicals I had been on, been in would go on and I'd just skip it or I'd I'd like turn it off or just make me cry like I just didn't want to do it anymore and I just felt like a disappointment in a way and I remember the director was like do you think it's because and she was saying this with totally like so like in a very nice way not a snarky way but she was like do you do you think it's maybe because you were just like a lead in odd couple and now you're ensemble and I was like no, like I literally am like the biggest advocate for being ensemble. I love being ensemble. It's just, it's not this process. It's me. Um, so that summer was a really big milestone of kind of like the first time where I didn't, I questioned my love for theater and didn't know if I really wanted to continue doing it. Um, and so I obviously continued doing the show and I, by the end of the summer, I really did find myself again and not to like the full extent, because I still had some growing to do, but I was like, okay, nope, I'm supposed to be here and I'm supposed to be doing theater. And this is, this is one of my passions. Um, and a cool little fun fact, I keep doing all these fun facts today, is that was the first show that I had my best friend do. Um, I, she was like, oh yeah, I want to, I want to, um, do theater. And so her and her sister, who's also one of my closest friends, um, they both auditioned and they got in and they had such a fun time and they had the time of their lives. And there have been other instances, um, where I'd convinced like my non-theater friends to do theater and they would be like, oh my gosh, why didn't I do this sooner? And then once they started, they never stopped. They just kept doing every single show, um, from then on out. So, the fall after that summer was The Little Mermaid. And literally all of my friends did it. Like my, all of my non-theater friends. And it was so cool. I was like, oh my gosh, like now you all see how awesome it is. And they're like, oh my gosh, why did not I do this sooner? Like everyone loved it. Um, And that was just a really like fun, lighthearted show. And then Romeo and Juliet was that spring. And it was definitely the hardest role just because of all the lines. And learning Shakespeare is, I had done two Shakespeare shows before doing Romeo and Juliet, but having that quantity of lines was a lot for me. I remember after learning the lines, I was like, I will never like learn a harder role than that was. It was difficult. I remember I had a breakdown backstage um, the Wednesday before opening night, which was probably Friday, I think. Um, And I was sobbing. And then I skipped classes on the Thursday before opening night, and I s- stayed in the, um, the chorus room and ran lines all day and didn't go to any of my classes. And my friend, Grace, she brought me a coffee and made me a lunch, and she brought it in, and I, I literally did not leave that room at all. And I have pictures taken of me throughout the day, like selfies that I took, and just me progressively crying and crying because it was just so hard. Um, and I was also just like a busy kid in high school too. I was always doing sports. I was always doing like student government and other clubs. And so like this on top of all that was so much. Um, but eventually I did it and definitely made up a few lines, but who who would know? Um, and then my last ever show of high school was the summer show after graduation, um, because it's like technically an alumni show. So I always told myself, I was like, I won't go to college and come back and do a show, but I'll do it before I leave for college, if that makes sense. And this is no judgment to anyone who, like, left and then came back. But for me, I was like, I just know that my head won't be fully, like, you know what I mean? Like, it it just wouldn't be the same, Um, like, in high school, especially. So I was like, I'll do it this last time. And this was an emotional summer. I was terrified for college, and I was so nervous that I wouldn't make friends. Um, And I remember, it's literally so cringy. Oh, God. Oh, God. See, I was that theater kid. Like, oh, God. Um, I remember, it's like making me cringe talking about it. Oh, God. I remember being on stage and it was, like, the last... I don't know if any of you are familiar with Into the Woods. But I played the baker's wife. And basically, at the end, the baker's wife, she's dead. But sorry, spoiler alert. Um, But she, like, sings to the baker and her baby about, like... Like... Basically, like, they can do it without her. And they can, like, move on without her. And I cried on stage. Literally cried. And I was like quivering while singing this last part (laughs) And, and people were like like my friends who were like on stage with me they're like is she crying like so awkward but honestly I stand by it as awkward and embarrassing as it was it was such an end of like a certain part of my life that I'll never get back again and it was like just being with my friends I was so nervous for college theater was something that was so special to me. And it was such a tie to my high school and my friends, um, that saying goodbye to that show. And like that being my final show was like more of like a metaphor for like everything theater had brought me thus far. So it was a really emotional, um, time. And I remember me and my friend, we cried the entire way home and we all went to Olive Garden and we cried outside and (laughs) the workers were like looking at us and they even came outside because one of us left our keys and at one point we had to have someone else drive because we were crying so much. So that's how much it meant to us. So moving into college now. So like I just mentioned, I was so nervous for college and I, like the first week of college for me was terrifying and I had a really hard time transitioning during that first week and I missed my friends from home. I missed like everything about what I knew prior to leaving for college and then late September rolls around. And it's time for auditions for the show. And I had always known, like, it wasn't, like, a rash rash decision. I'd always known that I wanted to do theater in college um, or at least see if I could do it as far as, like, getting in goes. And so I – what was I going to say? Well, so I was in Children of Eden, which I I knew nothing about going in. But I met some of the best people, and it made my start to college – so much better and it helped me with my transition to college so much. I the only thing is I definitely started back to square one with like my theater shyness. I didn't talk to anyone. I was so awkward and like paranoid all the time and I never knew um what I should say or how I inter- should interact with people. But um I had such a fun, like despite that, I had such a fun time, and it was a really big growing point for me. And unfortunately, I went through something um, back home that was really difficult during that time. And that show really did help me get through it. And it was it was a really good connection with people that I wouldn't have connected with otherwise. And then I remember, like after the show was over, we all went back. And had a little cast party. And I was like, this is so fun. This is like the best time of my life. I was so, I was sold at that point. Um, but regard the beautiful thing is regardless of how shy I was, I always felt this like really high level of acceptance. Um, and this kind of goes like all the way back to high school. No matter how shy I was, I always felt like I was like people had my back and people were advocating for me. And, like, everyone was rooting for me in a way. And I'm not saying that in a cocky way. Like, it's something that I am so appreciative of and thankful for that, like, I have always been, like, accepted by um, people in, that were already in the department when I'm coming in as, like, a shy little freshman, both in high school and in college, and um, them being so accepting of me. So right when I was finding my voice in college theater and finding who I was... COVID ruined everything. I know. It was stupid. And I missed live theater so much. And we did some virtual things as the year went on. And actually, right when um, COVID came, I was in the middle of a show. And it had to be cut early. And we didn't get to perform it, obviously. Um, But that was happening. But then COVID ruined everything. And my sophomore year of college we were remote the first semester but then the second semester we were in person but there was no live theater but there was like a virtual thing but it's just not the same and then this past year i was in rent which was such a fun experience and it's been a show i've always loved to do and now that um i've done it it lives up to the hype i've always brought it and it was such a fun and emotional and um like all of, like it has all of the adjectives, just all of them, um, and I felt like I really blossomed as a person in terms of like what sides of myself that I show. Like sometimes I was just a total like goober, you could say, and was like stratospheres different than I was freshman year, but I wouldn't want it any other way, because it's all really thanks to, thanks to theater. So recently, um, and I'm not going to give too much information because it doesn't quite um it's not quite my little story to tell. but um the possibility of me not performing on any other shows has become more of a possibility. And I could have it could have been my last show. Um, I was just in a a um original show. And that very well could have been my last show that I will do. And honestly, when I first realized this, I didn't really sink in. And then once the show finished, I was very emotional because it was the end of an era for sure and a really spectacular one. And I (laughs) sobbed the entire way home with my friend who is graduating which was another reason it it was so sad and i literally i felt so dumb for sobbing over theater because when you say that it sounds so like dopey and like oh i'm like i'm so sad that like it might be my last show um but it's it represents so much that has gone on in my life and this has been something that i've been doing since i was 7 years old like i have no memories of my life not doing theater and so when this possibility came up that that might've been my last show ever, it was really hard for me. And I, I went right to my friend's room and I was telling him and I was like sobbing and I'm like, this is so stupid. Cause it's like, it's one of those things where it's very niche and like not a lot of my friends do theater. So I'm like, picture it. Like if we can't do track again. like I'm trying to come up with these analogies, but it's just like not making sense. But like I just cried, and it was really difficult for me, and it's something that I don't think I've quite even, although I had that really, really sad night where I might have come to terms with it, I don't think I've quite um, realized to the extent that it will affect me, and that's okay, because it's one of those things where I have loved doing theater so much, but I know realistically that I'm not talented enough to do it in the real world. Like I would love someday to continue doing community theater after college, but I know that takes time, and I know it takes talent. And um I know there's those are two things I might not have. Um, so it's definitely a gonna be new. And it's not even a definite if that was my last show. It's just definitely more of a possibility than it's ever been before uh, because of other circumstances that are not my stories to tell. Um, But it was definitely the end of an era and it was really emotional because it was the past, what, like 17, 18, 19, like 14 years of my life that like, could then just come to an end and not really without any closure because it was the way everything happened. It was just very sudden. And so it was just a lot for me. And I can't even put into words how much theater has positively affected me. It's been not only a place to express myself and to um, be like a positive outlet for me, but it's also just been A way to meet really cool people from really cool different backgrounds that I wouldn't meet otherwise, and it's a way to get involved. It's a way to like show yourself that you have the courage to do something. Every friend in high school that started theater late just to try it for like kicks and gigs, they every single one of them would tell you that they wish they did it sooner because it was so much fun and it was the time of their lives and it was something that they it's like it's such an irreplaceable thing and I have friends now in college that um I did theater with in high school and they don't do it anymore but they're like I wish I still did it like it's it's if any of you no matter how old you are if you're in high school or college younger than that older than that I highly encourage doing it if it's something that you've been considering doing and it's brought me nothing but positivity and has been such a positive outlet for me and showed me amazing people. And on top of that, like, what's the worst that happens if you do it and then it's not your thing? Then you don't like it and that's it. Like, just try it because you're probably going to love it. And I bet a lot of you would regret not doing it more than you'd regret doing it. And I stand by that. There's something about the, the people in theater that have such a level of empathy and a level of, like, we all know what it's like to be hurt and go through things. And because of that, we're able to have, like, this open environment where you can be who you want to be. And I, it is such a judgment-free zone. It is something that, like, I am I've always been so proud of doing theater. Like, I do not care if it's stereotypical, like, like, nerdy or, like, weird people. Like, I don't care. Like, it is something that I stand by and it is something I've always advocated for and I will continue to do for the rest of my life. So now I asked you all to ask me questions um, on the Instagram about theater. And so I'll answer those now. And Some of them are repeat questions, so... Um, I'm going to answer, obviously, them only once if they've been repeated. Somebody said, favorite show you've done pre-high school? This would definitely be A Christmas Carol, the first one I did that, um, I believe I was nine, and that was, like, it was such a cool experience with just the effects of the show and the talent of the adults in the show and, um... my friends came to it. It was just an all-around really positive experience. Um, Somebody said, what's your favorite and least favorite role and why? I think my favorite role is... um, I would... I'd probably say Juliet in high school. Um, Because I'm a very emotional person. And I'm a very, like, emotional actor. And so, like, I prefer dramas over comedies. And so, that's, like, the most dramatic you can get. And so, I think that was my favorite role. As far as least favorite role, I'm trying to think. Oh, I was once, <laughs> I was once in a straight play um, called Our Town and I was in the ensemble of that and I'm, for both scenes I was in, I walked across the stage once and the other one, I walked across the other way. And so I, that was definitely the least stage time I've ever gotten, which is totally fine, but it just wasn't very exciting and it's a very heavy show. And so having such um, a minuscule role in that, it was, it was hard to even connect to the show in a way but actually, Our Town's like a very amazing show. I highly recommend um, watching it if you haven't. Somebody said, what's your favorite theater memory? Um, I have multiple. I'll do one from high school, one from college. The one from high school is all the times that we have, oh my gosh, there's actually a lot from high school, but Uh, The first one that came to my mind was competing at the different one act festivals, because that was my chance and my time to shine just being weird. And like me and my friends, we would be so whack during these festivals that we would make the other theater companies look like they were completely normal, just how whack we were. Um, And I remember our director at one point was like, don't be those, don't be the weird theater kids. And we were the weird theater kids, but it was so much fun. And like, it's a complete, it's a full day of um you compete and then you like you watch everyone else's show and then you all like deliberate and you all like talk about them while the actual judges talk about them and do them and there's also like you move on to like a state level and a regional level like it's a big thing actually but in between when the judges are deliberating there's a dance yeah picture like hundreds of theater kids at a dance and just theater kids it's awesome let me tell you that Um, And then in college, it's both times that I have gone out after the shows I've been in. And both times I have really connected with different cast members because of maybe a heightened state I was in. Um, But I have been able to, at my rent cast party, it was at Margarita's. And I went around complimenting every single one. I cried over every single person and I told them how much they meant to me. I then went back to like the school we do shows with and I was running up and down their hallways and I was a mad woman. Um, But honestly, it was so much fun. And that time I woke up A little mad at myself for how i was feeling (laughs) if you can put the pieces together um and yeah so that's definitely like the college one um somebody said what's your favorite thing about theater my favorite thing about theater is honestly the people like i was saying earlier the people you have such a camaraderie like being on a sports team, it's very similar, but honestly, but almost on like a little bit more of like an emotional way, because like th- the theater space is literally a filled with emotions. Like it's literally just an emotion pit. And when you're all going through that together, it's actually really powerful and it brings you all together. So definitely the people is the best part about theater. Somebody said, what is your dream role? My dream role would be Natalie in Next to Normal, if any of you know that one. The last question I'll answer is, do you have any advice for somebody just starting theater for fun? I do. And that's, the sounds so cliche, but don't worry about what anyone thinks, because me and my friends, we embraced the, like, theater kid stereotype, and I... I am so proud to be a theater kid and I'm so proud to have, um, had all of the exposure to the theater world that I have, um, regardless of where that may end at this point, but I am so, like, I don't regret anything. I've, looking back, I do not have one negative experience, like, as a whole of me being, like, in a show, you know what I mean? Either way, it's going to bring you so much joy and just focus on why you're there and the people there and it's something that I, like, I can't even describe it. And, like, I consider myself somebody who has a very um, diverse interest, like, I have a very diverse list of interests. I really love, um, like, running and I love skiing. I love theater I lo- like there're just like a lot of different things that I like and I'm not necessarily like theater is not like my my only and it's not like something that I'm only seen doing theater as far as like my extracurriculars go. Um, but it's something that holds such a special place in my heart and uh, as someone who has participated in theater as well as many other activities and currently does the same. I I just my biggest piece of advice is just to embrace it and because it's not always that you're going to get the opportunity to do it and also just focus on yourself and don't worry what anyone else is thinking because theater kids are awesome and you all we all sorry deserve the most respect um so yeah well, I hope you all enjoyed this podcast today. I told you I was gonna talk for a while today, and this is definitely one of my longer episodes. I could go on and on about this topic. Um, like I said, I could be at the end of an era, which is still a hard pill to swallow. But who knows? Maybe maybe it's not my last um, my last moment. I am I'm an incoming senior to college, so there there might be, um, another opportunity to be on stage again. So, I look forward to if that day comes. Um, but all of you superstars out there, keep shining. You're awesome and you're beautiful. I'm rooting for all of you, despite if you do theater or not. Um, make sure to listen in every week for a new episode. Follow the Instagram. It's at Podcast, And, um, send any DMs or You can email the email, which is okyuppodcasts at gmail.com for any questions, concerns, comments, whatever it might be. If you just want to say hello, feel free to do that. But you're all beautiful and you're all loved. I hope you're having a fantastic week. Join me next time on (music) OKYupp.